0: hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding podcast. This is Joe of course and I want to thank you guys for listening and opening up this recent podcast. As you see the title Coaching Types: Teachers versus Babysitters. Which one is basically best for you? So what I'm going to do today is go over an interview interview, an overview. <laughs> of what each of them are, what they entail, my ex- personal experiences. And basically for you to make a decision what you think is best for you. If you're looking for a coach of any sort for any sport, um, obviously I'm going to be talking about bodybuilding, uh, contest prep. And again, you heard me for a thousand times. When I say bodybuilding, I'm talking about all the divisions, not to leave anyone out. That includes bodybuilding, men's physique, classic physique, women's physique, figure, bikini, and now wellness. Okay, so bodybuilding to me is just building your body, and then whatever division you pick is great. So I'm going to begin and talk about, obviously, you, if you know me, you know what I lean towards. But I also may surprise you because I was one side way back when in the beginning, and it was for reasons But then you learn, and you learn to adapt, and then you learn what you think is best for people in your own style of coaching. Um, So way back when, uh, when I first, not first started personal training, because that's way, way back when, when I first started working with bodybuilders, and now these were bodybuilders. These were male athletes looking to compete for the first time. And you've probably heard me in different podcasts or over the years talk about it. You know, I had maybe five or six different guys that were from Bucks County all the way up to New Jersey, northern Jersey. And they would come to the house and I would actually personal train them. This was before online coaching. And I used to go to their shows. I would literally, you know, we would make a day of it or even a night. I would travel with them and I would go to their show for support. Um, Also for the love of bodybuilding and how natural bodybuilding was really starting to grow back then. So I wanted to go to shows and I had the time. And this also was before I would start using, you know, flexible dieting, macro counting. Um, Yes, believe it or not, I was a meal planner type coach. It was not until maybe 2006 I would say that's when I started embracing it, and coincidentally enough, that's when my online business started picking up steam, but I digress. So when I first started out, I would pretty much consider myself a babysitter coach, Um, and the key word, starting out, where I had these few guys, and I would... You know, write their meal plans. Obviously, their workouts. I would train them once a week or whatnot. You know, even do their posing routines. You know, when that used to be a big deal. Um, And I was good at it. Okay, except for one fellow who I'm still friends with today. His 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 posing was better than mine. Um, I'm just gonna say his name's Anthony. Uh, He was a master at posing. So, but the rest of the guys, I would do their routines and all that. I was the guy pumping them up backstage. I was, you know, yelling at them on the stage. And that was what I did back then. Um, And it was because, you know, I I loved doing it. But at the same time, as my business began to grow and, you know, uh, diet tactics started to evolve, I then was thinking, you know what? you know there's more teaching involved instead of babysitting. okay? So when that time happened, you know I started picking up more online clients. I mean, I talked about this and now at nauseum about you know the last financial crisis, not this one. Um, back in 2008, you know my personal training business took a major hit. I lost you know about 35% of my clients. And it was tough, but then that was a blessing because I put more energy in online coaching, all that stuff. And then as that started building up and I was, this is the key word, working with a variety of more different type people, men, women, all sorts of ages, different goals, different times in their lives when they wanted to compete. So back up for a second. When I was working with those bodybuilders, they were almost all in the same age range, except for a couple of them were a little bit younger. You know, they were 10 years apart, but most of them were around the same age range. So, yeah, I was guilty. There was some uh, cookie cuttering going on there with their diets where I would just, tr- you know, tweak their cardio or maybe have them do one less carb meal and, It wasn't too, you know, uh, personalized. It was cookie cutter with the babysitting type training that I did back then. All right, so move back up to 2008, 2009 when I focused on my online coaching. So you see, the more people and the more variety that I was having, I was learning to be a teacher, not a babysitter, because yes, one you learn different body types, okay? So, that's why flexible dieting was such a valuable tool. It, that, but also with that, when you have more clients, you can't be babysitting as much because you understand that when you babysit, it takes up more time. And I get it. You know, when first... You know, when coaches first start off, they get super, super excited. Not someone like an old dog like me that doesn't get excited. But if you have five clients, 10 clients, you know, in total, and most likely maybe you're a personal trainer on the side or you have another job on the side, you have that little bit extra time to actually babysit. But if, if you're eclipsing 50 clients, 100 clients, 150 clients, whatever it is, Are you really able to have that babysitting mentality? Most likely not. And that's when you become a teacher. And teaching is basically my philosophy of coaching now. So I was a babysitter type coach, starting out, doing whatever I can, and all that stuff. Now I'm a teacher coach. But this real significant difference... And I'm going to, you know, go over the pluses and minuses. The one difference that I have, you know, learned is that when you are a teacher type coach, you're teaching that client responsibility. You're giving them tools that they can use without you, right? I mean, isn't that what teachers do? You know, like school teachers even or of, of any sort. You enter school, enter high school, first grade, they teach you the basics as you get older You teach things that are more specific to maybe what your career will be. And then you go on. They give you the tools. These teachers are not taking those tests for you. They're not going to be holding your hand when you're out in the real world. So versus a babysitter where the babysitter type coach, you got to rely on them. They have full control. And I think it's also an ego thing. Okay, yeah, when I was first coaching these clients years ago, yeah, I seen them on, this was like, yeah, internet was just getting going, it wasn't about posting pictures, but I was like backstage, and like, oh, you're Joe Franco, yeah, you coach this guy, that, that guy, blah, 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 oh, it, blew, it blew up my head, it was a great ego boost, you know, when I wasn't competing at that time, and like, oh, he just, you know, because I had guys at wind shows, they're like, oh, he won, you're a great coach, da, 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 da. well, honest to God, I mean, That was me then and I don't know, you know, I'm glad I evolved because now as a teacher type coach and teaching them responsibility, my goal and my job and if you're a client of mine listening or if you've heard of me is for you to look your all-time best, to be stage presentable, have a good time and give you the opportunity for you to want to do this again and continue to evolve and continue to get better, winning or not. I mean, yeah, I have clients that still win their pro cards. You know, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to flaunt it on social media all the time. And, you know, I let the clients speak for themselves. Because again, you look at professional type coaches, okay, you know, not teachers themselves, like from first grade to senior year in high school, but coaches teaching professional athletes. Yeah, those athletes pretty much know what what they're doing, and they the coaches at that point, they plan and they manipulate to put the player in the best position strategically and all that, but those type of coaches, professional coaches, they get accolades from winning, sure, being successful, yes, but they're not showing off their clients, aka athletes. I mean, you, you've never seen a I mean, give you an example, if everyone loves uh, Tom Brady, but Bill Belichick is not posting, oh, look what Tom Brady did this year or this great game, even though he's not with the team anymore. It was just, that's what came to my head. Or uh, Aaron Boone for the Yankees. He's not boasting about how great Aaron uh, Judge is doing this year. No, he's not taking credit. He's obviously coaching them, player positions, you know, psychological type stuff protecting them so they don't get injury, but they're not hovering over them like a babysitter would. Okay. A babysitter, as you know, job, when you come over to your house, you hire someone is to protect that child, do whatever they can at that moment and basically let them play, but make sure they don't get out of control. So, there are a variety of different types of coaches out there. And honestly, I was one of them in the beginning, but there was no way in hell that I could maintain that because my business grew. Yes, that's true. Um, so that's why I also involved in wanting to be more like a teacher type coach, because teaching responsibility, longevity is near and dear to my heart. But also, I can't go to all my client shows. I might have clients all over the country, which is great. But even in the beginning you know if my online coaching i was losing clients because they wanted me to go to the contest i remember one it was like the first one it was a woman she lived in connecticut eh, maybe a few hours away from me so not too far everything was great then basically she said all right my contest date is august 13th whatever and she's like are you able to make it and i was like no actually it's a couple of weeks before the show i promote and i'm kind of busy and back in my head i'm like Do I, you know, I'm going to lose this potential client because I can't go. And then I wrote her back. I said, unfortunately, due to my schedule, it's kind of hard. You're not really close to me. But ultimately, my goal is for you not to need me on show day. Okay. And that is my goal. I mean, if I can go to every single show, I would. But being a teacher type coach, prep coach, when it comes to all this, My job is for you to be so prepared that you don't need anyone else. Meaning that all the meals are written out. When the pump up is written out. Your water intake is written out. And as they know, if you're a client of mine texting me, I have my phone all by my side on that Saturday and Friday night ready for anyone's text or even a phone call. Just in case if something comes up, they need to discuss. That is totally cool. But the travel, you know... I give these coaches that do that much credit, you know, I mean, believe me, I do. Uh, That's a passion of theirs and there's nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with hiring that type of coach that wants to protect you over the top and all that, because that's what you're paying for. Maybe you're paying a little bit money for it. Hey, that's great. No issue at all. What I'm talking about is to give you my perspective, my opinion, but also Maybe what you're looking for, you know. Maybe you are looking for that person that's gonna be there for you all the time, okay? Or maybe you're looking for, you know what? As long as I get my workouts prescribed, the check-ins and all that on time, on point, then I'm good to go. Because, you know, the negatives, at least for the what I call the babysit contest prep coach, um, and I've seen it, you know. I've seen it at my shows, shows that I judge, and I've used this example before in my posing class. Is that I'm sitting at the judging table, and then a group of men say, whatever, men's physique competitors come out, and you're cheering them on. You know, I mean, I would cheer my client on, you know, go number 12, come on, show them your stuff. There's all Chase again. Sorry for the interruption. I was actually my father coming over, dropping off cannolis. It must have been cannoli day at Atomanti's. So what I was saying is that, you know, what I've seen in class and what I, well, at least what I tell in class when I'm at the judging table is that you'll see most likely coaches yelling for their clients, getting them all pumped up, which is great. You cheer them on. But the minute that you tell them, keep your chest high, twist a little bit more at the waist, no, tense up this, you know, smile, I mean, yeah, I get it. First time competitors, that get nervous and everything. But did you really do your job that you need to remind them while they're on stage? Because when you're judging, you hear that. And then you may look at that person and they're twitching and doing all types of funky shit. And most likely it's too late. So you understand that point of that I'm trying to get across? I bring it up at class all the time. Therefore, when you're judging, you hear that. They get attention drawn to them. I had another pause because the dog was barking. But and it's not a good look. I don't know. I mean, it's not going to make that much of a difference. But maybe I'm cynical and I hear it and I'm like, well, oh, that's not cool. I mean, hopefully they were prepared for this one day to nail their posing. I, you know, at my shows, you know, I have clients or I go to the shows and I'm sitting back. I'm proud because I see their posing being nailed. Okay. Okay. There's never been a real time that I'm like, ah, shit, should I start yelling out, you know, bend over more or, or chest up or straighten out this arm or whatever? Not really, because that should have been taken care of. So, again, my cynical opinion, you know, if I offend anyone, I apologize. But I'm just telling you the truth. So that's the one side of what I call the babysitting type coach. And I really believe, you know, they also... They, they like to the control. I mean, like I ref- told you over 20 years ago or whatever, it, it felt good. You know, it helped my ego. But I think I also matured. I'm past that. I'm much older now. And as you get older, you know, you can relate with people your age better that are in their 50s that are competing. And it's also pretty neat because when I have that younger generation come in, You know, my last show that I promoted, I had a 21-year-old that kicked ass. I have a 19-year-old figure competitor that's going to kick ass this weekend. And she's all the way out. Uh, Louisiana, Texas. She's doing a show in Arizona. Um, They're nailing it. You know, we did some one-on-one posing through Zoom. But they embrace because they're... I didn't have to babysit them. You know, I've been with these people because if you work with someone long enough they'll understand and respect the transition and everything going into a bodybuilding show. And that's what teaching is. And yes, I'm also guilty. If you're a first time competitor thinking about competing at no matter what age, I'll tell you, I want at least six months with you. And that's because I can teach you that responsibility. I can teach you the ins and outs of competing for bodybuilding, whatever the class is. We can do the posing, we don't have to panic. We can deal with the life stuff that's inevitable that's gonna happen. The emotions of diet and prepping, all those things that come into play when it comes to reaching any goal, especially a physical goal like this, of wanting to look your best, wanting to do your best, there's gonna be ups and downs. A babysitter is not gonna handle all that for you. That I can tell you right now. You know, a babysitter will just give you the cookie cutter diet plan, tell you to stick it out communication is not going to be there because they get frustrated because you're not following the plan. It's good teacher. I mean, if you ever have, I don't know if any of you guys listening had a good teacher in high school or college or whatnot, what's their one characteristic that really sticks out? For me, they were great listeners. They let me speak. Okay, They didn't tell me what to do. They gave me just enough information for me to figure it out on my own and then with the proper support. And really, that's that's what my philosophy is when it comes to coaching physique athletes. Giving you the information, you to take it in, you to be able to be, have the independence, learning how to flexible diet, figuring out the workouts that best fit your needs at this given time with your schedule And giving yourself enough time to look your all-time best to compete. So those are the main differences in my opinion as far as babysitting type coaches versus a teacher type coach. Obviously, I've been on both sides. I admit that. But as I've gotten older and I continue in this business and I will for a really long time, I'm steadfast on wanting to be a teacher coach. Because again, I have lost clients I continue to lose them because I won't go to the show with them. Not because I don't want to, because I don't have the time for it, first of all. Um, but if that fits your needs, that's what you want. If you want someone to do every little thing, um, you know, that's great because some coaches are just starting out. They can afford to do that. But then you look at some of these monster teams where there's 200 to 300 type clients you're not getting that teacher type coach okay i've had clients that i've helped to win pro cards that go to those large teams because they're promised and they think they'll get all the stars and then after some time goes by they tell me about the experience it was just cookie cutter bullshit you know but everyone has to go on your own path you know that's that's the one thing you have to decide for yourself you know going on your path to figure out what works best for you Is what it's all about. That's what life really is. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Again, I'm just trying to put information out there. I'm not trying to bash anyone uh, or upset anyone. It's just, you know, my life experience is doing what I do. You need to figure out what works best for you. Just give me, you know, my insight, you know, because I get along with a lot of great guys out there, women coaches and everything, and I really don't care what they do or how they do it. It doesn't matter to me you know no reflection at all i don't judge people uh i've gotten past that because who needs the bullshit time to judge people you know treat everyone fairly that's what it's all about okay because well that goes to my other point oh i can go on but I'll, maybe i'll leave that for another day so guys thank you again for listening um I'm thinking I forgot something, but I see I'm going a little bit longer. Any questions or concerns, email me at fitfranco at fitfrancoatverizon.net, teamfrancobodybuilding.com on Instagram. Check me out on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. If you have any ideas or thoughts of me to talk about or ramble about, let me know. Hit me up with an email. And again, thank you for everyone for listening. I do appreciate you guys spreading the truth and putting information out there Because that's just, you know, my goal as a coach. Take care, guys.